0: Hugh, if you were a type of tea, what tea would you be?
1: Ooh. <laughs> I would probably be, like, like, a green tea, but with hints of, like, mango and chilli. Like, I'd be... Yeah, so, I'm pretty boring, but Ooh. I had a little spice every once in a while, you know? <laughs> <That's so>
2: <laughs> <random>. <laughs> we did not expect that.
0: What about you, Martin? What are you going for? What kind of tea would I be? Yeah. i um, uh, I I, I really like a mint tea because I can be fresh. That was really bad. Yeah, was just no, that, bad. Was that
1: was good. That's good. I'm with you. Three x three. Three x three. Three x three. Three
2: x
0: three. Three x three. Three is the magic number. It's the three x three possible podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and non-binary
1: basketball fans of all ages, races, sexualities, pronouns and abilities, welcome to the 3x3 Basketball Podcast, where we talk about all things 3x3 and all things tea. I am the hoops nerd, Hugh Hopkins, and alongside me, as always, is the crown prince of 3x3 in the United Kingdom. It's Mr. Martin Diane. How, how are you, Martin?
0: I'm very well, thank you very much. And you're right. I like tea too. Thanks, Hugh. How are you doing?
1: I'm I'm excellent. I've been having a few cups of tea this morning, and all things with me are now serene because that's that's the that's what tea does to the human body. It calms you. It makes you feel great. Few and cups. Of course we have the cups, producer who multiple can <laughs> cups. My also, God. also
0: a few cups of tea with all this energy, Hugh, and yet you feel calm and serene. I'm, I love it. I love it. It's great. <laughs> the energy. So,
1: so the voice you can hear, which is uh, surprised and shocked at the amount of tea we are drinking, is of course the producer who can talk ball and control the maestro. It's Rahul Asnani. How are you, Rahul? I am well. How are you? I like I said, excellent. I've had all the tea in the world. Um, may I recommend some to you <laughs> to, to bring up that vibe of yours a little bit?
2: Yeah, maybe it's needed. You know, maybe it's time I switch to tea as well.
1: Uh, it's been it's been an exciting. Uh, it, I, I tell you what, guys. I'm um, obviously I wasn't there to to join you on the um or, on the interview with Baz Rosendahl last week, but a great interview and uh, fascinating insight. If you guys have not tuned into that, make sure you shuffle back one episode in your podcast feed or uh, go visit us at 3x3 Pod on all the social medias because we're uh, we've been promoting it on there. But um yeah, really good um entertaining. Uh, podcast that looks at at the, the rising uh, game of 3x3 in the netherlands um and yeah i'd, I'd uh, especially with uh 3x3 unites so i, I encourage everybody to uh, go check that out Agreed. um but of course we've got lots to get through so we're going to dive straight into the headlines in the world of 3x3 So guys, the FIBA 3x3 World Tour uh, kicked, uh, tipped off, kicked off. You don't really mm. have a jump ball mm. in like 3x3, do you? So uh, I feel weird saying tipped off, but then but, but then you it's can't say saying... kicked off. Yeah. About basketball, that's just that's just weird, right? Yeah. Um.
0: Went, uh, anyway, check so you, up. Um... That sound <laughs> <ridiculous>. <laughs> checked off. It checked up. It oh, all yeah. <laughs> in. It, <laughs> it, it happened. It like, it started. <laughs> balls
1: were thrown. Yeah. So uh, the world. <laughs> The world tour <laughs> did indeed uh, start, so uh, I covered the the winners um uh, in la- in last week's uh, news there, but um it, it does it does actually continue this this weekend. the the, the winners from last week, Ub uh, Shan from uh, Serbia, um they won last time, and so they're naturally the favourites going into into this week. This week they are moving to Manila, um, and uh, of course, uh, U- Ulaanbaatar and Antwerp. They they're, they're going to be playing as well. They're some of the favorites. So um, yeah, it's it's great to see this this, this tournament carrying on. Um, have you uh, have you been tuning into any of it, gentlemen?
0: Yeah, actually, um, I mean the the only downside to this event uh, for for us being over here on this side of the world is just how early in the morning. The, the games are and i really love trying to catch all the FIBA 3x3 live streams if i can um but when they're about 4 four thirty in the morning luckily you just kind of just follow on from the, from the next day um yeah but there have been some really good uh some really good matchups and and um and some really good highlight plays actually um i think it was a really great start for um for kind of just generally for the world tour just for teams um all over
1: yeah it was it was great to see uh see um, see Ub battle it out with, with Princeton especially um, and yeah Uber are going to be representing in Manila uh, based in the Philippines um, sorry the, the team isn't based in the Philippines the competition will be based in the Philippines this weekend um, also starting this weekend is the women's series which is a big uh, world event for the women's competition um, so at this first stage is taking place in Tel Aviv um, and we're going to see a lot of the favourites competing there, na- nations um, like Germany and France. They're probably the favourites. Uh, but, you know, you, you can't count out Spain. They've got the best player in the world in Sandro Um And there's going to be a, a lot of great uh, other competition like the Belgians. Um, so I, I'm anticipating a good weekend of 3x3. If Basically, if you are interested in 3x3 and... You think, OK, well, I want to start off with the best. You know, when you start off in the world of basketball, you think, wh- who's, what's the best basketball league um, for five on five? You you basically go to the men's NBA usually. Um, If you want to start, uh, if you're intrigued at all in 3x3 and want to start uh, paying attention to it, I would highly recommend tuning in this weekend to the women's series and the second stage of the world tour.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to see this women's series in Tel Aviv. I remember watching it previously uh watching the competition and the Tel Aviv, uh setting first of all is just absolutely incredible because right by the beach, absolutely beautiful. But also I think I read an article saying that there's gonna be a quite a new team, quite a different makeup of players for the French team um in pool B. So I don't actually know a huge amount about the transition of those players as in who's who's kind of taken over or who's subbed out for who. But um but I think it should be really interesting. I mean they've dominated quite significantly in various different events so if there's a new team there it's going to be really exciting to see how they do in tel aviv
1: yeah de- definitely um and you know we'll be talking about you know subbing in and out um and new players and uh players exiting the game in in just a little bit later uh but there's one or two more bits of news that we probably do need to cover now this is pretty exciting because normally we see teams professional teams sort of rising up from their localities basically you know and they're often named after those localities so you got you you know i mentioned princeton earlier uh you you got antwerp you, you you know you got all these different teams which are sort of born and bred in that region or one or two players are from that region and they they sort of build the the team around them um this there's there's a bit of news um coming out of the United States ultimately where Force 10 is a professional 3x3 women's team they have announced that they're doing they're partnering partnering with a Japanese pro league to essentially build a multinational roster um now Force 10 is actually quite an interesting team anyway because it's sponsored by Uh, Seattle Storm and Chicago Sky. So, you know, the WNBA sides, they're seeing, they're recognizing the importance of these, um, of of the 3x3 discipline. Um, But yeah, they're sort of um, pulling together players from uh, America, Japan and Thailand to, uh, to, you know, put together an all-conquering roster, essentially, um, and enter them in, uh, you know, in sort of in league competitions. So this is going to be very interesting to see how this plays out over the rest of the season. Rahul, you've spotted this. Well, what do you make of all these forces coming together to create force 10? Well,
2: I think it's pretty, again, you mentioned the WNBA connection. I think it just means that it's recognized at that level and having, I think it's just an interesting concept in having all these nations kind of come together and forming, a again as you said a, a quite a strong team to compete at, at the highest level and i think that's, that just shows that maybe that's the way the game's headed you know maybe you need to have those you know partnerships to kind of have those better teams and you know try out a you know getting in a bigger audience when you're kind of partnering up with different nations i think it just helps the game being recognized at that higher level and kind of garnering different audiences as well so i think it just helps the sport regardless
1: yeah, absolutely. So they will be represented um at the 3x3 women series this weekend. So make sure you keep an eye out for Force 10 um and the players are going to be Natalie Kuchowski, um Yumi Takakua, Camille Zimmerman and Supervadi Kunchuan. So uh, best of luck to those to those ladies cuz uh it's going to be a, a heck of a, a heck of a showing if they can put together a winning roster straight away. And one final bit of news is that uh, our very own Martin Dian has announced the dates of the GG3X3 tournament this year. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary basketball fans of all ages, races, sexualities and pronouns, (laughs) drumroll. What's happening, Martin?
0: Not like you, how you doing? Oh money. I'm a hey, I'm, only, I'm only joking. I can't I can't handle that kind of anti-climax. Um it's uh it's going to be the gg three X three summer tournament will be twentieth of August at Surrey Sports Park this year. It's gonna be very, very exciting. Three categories. Wow. Elite men's, challenge men's, women's uh, a ridiculous i was about to say crazy and then say ridiculous and end up being ridiculous i'm i'm really happy with ridiculous. yeah let's do it a new word it's that's, cool. our word, yeah. that's our new word of the day ridiculous um it will be a ridiculous dunk contest um and we'll be supporting new charities of which we'll be announcing hopefully quite soon but yeah lots of lots of really cool things to happen and um the next big announcement will very likely be either when registration opens or what the latest jersey designs will be for the tournament because we have different jerseys for every year and we design them um, based on, well, just based on what I like and what I think is appropriate. So uh, so this year, you're going to see what I like. So, uh, yeah, really excited.
1: Is it going to be based around the Orlando Magic <laughs> oh, Can you imagine? Um,
0: I, it's going to be based around the number one draft pick uh, of which I'm very excited about as an Orlando fan but uh no it won't it won't be whatever Look, give orlando <laughs> some love um <laughs> us fans need we need a little bit of love especially through the years of turmoil but no the uh, the gg3 um, x3 um, oh
1: yeah sorry Are orlando Miracle jersey? <sighs> wow
0: hugh i'm really impressed with that that's really cool um mm-hmm. hugh's now my favorite so uh yeah so i'm wow. actually yeah sorry rule um, so yeah, so the, the what we do is we design um, jerseys um, every year and they're very new. And, and what's amazing is that now suppliers are just allowing you to be as bespoke as you want. So I'm going to have a little bit of fun with it this year. The, uh, the tournament, for anyone that doesn't know, is in memory of my friend George and his favorite team was Miami Heat. So the GG3X3 logo and everything that we've done has always been Miami Heat colors. That's also why the ball is shaped like a fireball or meteor going into what could be a net basically because that's like the miami heat logo so um and actually shout out miami heat because they've been very supportive so uh yeah so the design of the jerseys are going to be back to our regular colors this year but in a kind of different new design so yeah lots and lots of cool things to come
1: nice well stay tuned to gg3x3 um twitter and instagram because it's all going to be going off on there Or you can uh, head over to the website. What is the link to the website? Uh,
0: gg3x3.com. Thanks, you. There you go. Plug. (laughs) Always with the plug. (laughs) Love it. Love it.
1: But as we said, we've got competitions coming up this weekend. Um, We've got lots to look forward to. So let's learn a bit more about the game. As as you guys know, we've been doing this um, educational series to try and bring you up to speed if you're not used to 3x3. Let's go into a masterclass with Martin Diane. So as I mentioned, we're going to be doing another installation. Another installation?
0: <laughs> we're putting in another installation.
1: We're, we're, we're building another wing <laughs> to oh. the uh, uh, masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pure professionalism right here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um so we're gonna be doing another installment of our masterclass with Martin Diane. And this week I've been very keen to hear about um substitution patterns. Now the reason I'm going to uh I- I've been keen to talk about this is um I was watching Plenty of the World tour last weekend. Um and on day two, it was one of the earlier games. One of the first games that I can't remember which team it was, it may have been Princeton, but basically the game started, we had one possession and then one guy on one team subbed out straight away. Like it was one possession. Thought, well, he's not tired. So what's what's, what's going on here? Um, so I thought maybe they're making a tactical decision or maybe they're just, you know, trying to get in the opposition's head. Um, and then that sort of got me thinking about all the different reasons that you'd make a substitution in a game of three x three, and also all the difficulties that it might be to actually make a substitution. Because I, every time I go to a run, nobody wants to, you know, be sitting on the bench for the last <laughs> part of the game. So it must get pretty tense if and there's no coaching allowed. So with all that being said, Martin. How do substitutions work in 3x3?
0: That's really great. I think, you know, what I think we should do is actually get someone from Princeton on this pod and actually ask them directly why they did that because that is an unusual, <laughs> that is a very unusual move. Um, and maybe it was just mental. Maybe they're just like, huh, you know, we're going to mm. dive in and out of this substitution. All right, so basically the in, in the shortest way possible, um, obviously in 3x3 basketball, you have three players against three players. But you also, each team is allowed one extra player, so four players in total, and that player can be a substitute, and they kind of sit on the end. If you ever watch any of these games, they, they kind of sit, sit on the end line. And so what happens is, when there's a situation of a dead ball, and a dead ball meaning that it, it kind of goes out of play and the shot clo- uh, sorry, the clock, the timer, actually stops, that is when it is considered a dead ball. So for example, there may be an injury and the clock gets stopped, or there's a free throw and the clock gets stopped, or the ball goes out of bounds, and the clock gets stopped. Those situations are the, are the dead ball situations, and that's when a team can substitute. And the rules state in the FIBA three rules that a substitution on the dead ball happens when the player goes to where the end line is, so that's the line that's opposite the basket. They go to the end line, and they have to physically touch, as in like high five or low five, whatever the case may be, the player in order to come on now i haven't seen a situation where that hasn't happened and they've been penalized but apparently that is actually in the rules and um, what's also cool is that because 3x3 basketball is so quick and so intense um you don't really have time like you would do in five and five basketball to kind of sit by the officials tell them that you're subbing in and then you know you wait for that right moment and then the ref kind of allows you to sub in there's nothing like that in the official FIBA 3x3 rules um they say that it requires no action from the official or the table officials and that really helps speed up the intensity of it so that's that's kind of that's how you substitute um and as for the reasons why you substitute okay we'll definitely have to speak to princeton to find out what they did but there are there are very similar reasons as opposed to to five and five basketball in some respects. Um, a player may just be feeling absolutely exhausted and feel like they need to be subbing out and they need a bit of they need a bit of time. Another situation may be that um, that a player needs to come off, you know, due to injury, for example. A bit of common sense, but that that may be the case as well. There are also really, really heated moments in 3x3 basketball. And it's funny because I was talking about substitutions to um, the men's head coach for the London Warriors, Nate Lucas. And we were talking about, you know, are we doing it? Are, are there specific reasons why we should be subbing? What are the patterns and such and, and such like? And you brought up this really interesting point that, you know, 3x3 basketball is such an intense game that you've got to it requires so much focus, so much attention as a player. That during very heated moments, sometimes players just need a bit of a cooldown. So actually, sometimes a substitution is just useful so that a player can go and sit down and kind of collect themselves a little bit before they kind of jump back in. And then I suppose the last one to consider would just be if there's, if a certain situation requires it. So if, there are, if the time is running out and we know that, for example, say we're down by one and we need a quick point or we need a quick two points um, to win the game... And the best shooter on the team is sat down, then a substitution is also going to be beneficial. So it can be very much dependent on the, the what's happening on the court itself. Um and also perhaps uh, what the other team is doing. You know, maybe it can be reflective of, you know, who is a you know, maybe someone is a better defender and that and that way, you know, if they played better defence then they need to be on the court. So it's great because substitutions can happen anytime during Dead Bulls and can happen extremely quickly um so yeah there you go
2: so what i was thinking was how often do those dead balls happen because i think that's quite important in figuring out if you want to take a player off right because if you just want to cool them down you don't want them to stay out for too long a time that it kind of just ends up going against them right so they kind of have to tactically make that decision and how important is the player input in that decision do you think the players have any input in figuring out what's working for the team and what needs to happen
0: yeah, I mean, ultimately, the team just uh, aren't in, in reverse order. The team aren't allowed to be officially coached. So it really is down to the players, 100%. It's really down to them. And I think this is why, again, you kind of just to r- repeat and kind of re-establish this point of team chemistry and understanding and trust between players. It's so crucial in 3X3 basketball because if one player doesn't want to come off <laughs> then you can't force him to come off if there isn't a dead ball but i mean you just can't force him to come off anyway so there's got to be a level of understanding and respect amongst the players but yes ultimately it is down to them and um and the dead ball situations um they they have they happen like a like a kind of like a regular game i mean balls like will always um you know like a basketball, like whenever you're playing it in a game there's always going to be an element of say a dead ball prior to um, to a check ball or kind of a free, a free throw you know um so it, it does happen a, a kind of a fair amount and also you know it's very very physical so i'm not saying that injuries happen all the time but there are there are quite a few moments where 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 it does stop um but the thing is if you think about the intensity of the game and it happening over just a short space of time of 10 minutes then those kind of dead ball situations because it's so fast they do tend to happen more often the, you know then you may think which allows for more opportunity to then sub in in and out if that makes sense um so yeah it's uh it, it can very much vary on the game the situation but um but every single game allows for an opportunity for subbing to, to happen
1: so is um Is a score a dead ball? Because the ball is live after that, isn't it? So you do have to wait for it to go out of bounds or... Yeah, it's
0: such a good point. Um, So in 5-on-5, obviously, when the ball goes through the hoop, you're essentially resetting the play by players going to the baseline, passing to each other, and the ball goes into the court, and that's how the play continues. But in 3x3 basketball, like you said, the basketball goes through the hoop, and the team on defence gets the ball straight away... Then it goes out to what is essentially the two-point line. I say essentially because some people may think of it as the three-point line, but it is the two-point line in 3x3 possible, and the play continues. So yeah, you can't substitute after a made bucket um, or of a change of possession. It has to happen on a dead ball.
1: And what about a starting lineup? So you say the coaches can't tell a player to go in, there's no
0: coaching, but do
1: do you get to decide who the starting unit is before... But before a game, or is that left up to the players? Again,
0: well? I mean, you can leave it up to the players. um I think that's probably the last suggestion I would call it that a coach will make mm-hmm. before a team goes in, and very much may depend on who who a team is playing against. You know, if we see a team that is is gonna beat us in certain situations, or they're small but they can shoot, then do we need like really quick people on the court? You know, um to start off with. I mean, there's only there's only four to choose from, so. You know, no one's going to be too upset if, if they're stopping first because, you know, they, they know they're going to get in, they know they're going to get minutes. So, um, but yeah. yeah, it can it can, it can can depend. And, and, and I think players do sometimes look to the coach for those kind of situations. They know what they need to do as the job on the court. But prior to that, you know, I think they are looking for suggestions from the coach. So I think it's a bit of A and B.
1: As Jason Kidd once
0: said, it's not necessarily who
1: is on the court at the start of the game, it's who's on the court. At the end of the game okay that's been that's been pretty interesting i i didn't realize it was so much involved with uh, making those substitution decisions and whose decision it is because you do sort of wonder okay they're not allowed to coach but is the coach allowed to sort of speak to the sub because they're not playing like it, there, there is a lot that goes into it So another fascinating masterclass there by Martin Dian. Thank you for that, sir. So we're going to round up this edition of the 3X3 Basketball Podcast in the same way we do every single week. We take quotes from the greatest commentator known to man, that is Mr. Kyle Montgomery. And we I put it to the guys and I try and figure out, okay, is this a real quote or is this made up?
0: Yo, what up? This is the voice of 3X3, Kyle Montgomery. Did I really say that?
1: So, for those of you uh, who are not uh, privy enough to be in our respective bedrooms, um, Martin has brought out the, uh, the the mascot that he brought um, to the game last time, and actually won yeah. uh, the game last time. So, um, I guess it's you know it's like pulling on that same that same pair of North Carolina shorts for exactly. uh, for, for Michael Jordan. Well, um, this time. I'm not alone. <coughs> I'm alone. <laughs> oh, no way, the coyote Rahul.
0: is going to guide oh me to a win. Rahul has a San Antonio Spurs. So Rahul
1: has brought his San Antonio Spurs coyote. And Martin's brought the weird stick man. Um, it, you know, great. It's obviously, it's very close to his heart. That weird wooden stick.
0: <laughs> just something I found. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right
1: then. So this week. I can't remember who we started with last time. Was it Rahul? Uh,
0: yeah, it was me last I think last. it was, yeah.
1: Okay. So we're going to start off with Martin. And the first quote, and you have to figure out, did Kyle Montgomery really say this? Didn't touch no iron like a wrinkled shirt.
0: Oh, no. I'm I'm not feeling this one. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think he said this. <laughs> I'm just coming out straight with it. If I talk to my mascot, is that weird? Like, is that it? no off
2: camera it's
0: if i can can i consult in in your head i, I want to consult my mascot <laughs> this is all getting very weird uh i'm just gonna say i'm gonna say no i don't i don't i don't feel like i don't feel, I, I like it but i don't mm, no nah, not for me yeah
2: I, i'm gonna say no to I, I, I don't think it's oh this is gonna sound so rude if it is but it's just not fun enough. I, You know, it's it's a fun sport, you know, wrinkle shirt. Nah, you know, I'm going to say no. I think it's something that you came up with, too. So didn't touch no
1: iron, like a wrinkle shirt. To you, that's not too bad. <laughs> In retrospect. But yeah, oh, I'm gonna here play we play go. He's, he's, he's backtracking. back-tracking. No, I'm going to stick with mine. I'm going to stick
0: with
1: it. So that was a Kyle <laughs> It was. damn it. And, and uh, I will tell you, when I was listening to this, he obviously thought it was fun because, I'll obviously we'll hear the clip. But he said, "Didn't touch no iron like a wrinkled shirt." God, You got to be quick. I'm coming at you today. <laughs> deadline after deadline. So, so he knew he it was deadline. He knew it was this. a deadline.
0: At least he did day. Didn't no iron like a wrinkled shirt. You gotta be quick. I'm throwing them at you all day today. <laughs> Deadline after deadline. All right, that's unbelievable. I didn't. I did not think that was a Kyle thing. That's why I was yeah. so quick to answer. It Just didn't. It didn't feel. Wow. Well done. Well done. You delivered that perfectly.
1: I think. Um. I think you it obviously is the first big event of the year. The first world tour uh, that this this particular quote was from. And I think it, I get the impression Kyle was a bit giddy in <laughs> those early games. He was. He was quite excited to be back out there. Okay. So the second one is coming to Rahul he's doing the dozy dough he was line dancing, river dancing he even hit the gritty at some point that's all the dances I know <laughs> I love it when no. uh, Rahul,
0: I love it when Hugh uh, does it, but like in the intonation of Hugh and just like as the <laughs> compare rather than yeah. in a way that Carl would have done it, yeah. I can't, <laughs> if if this is a Carl one, if it is I want to hear it, because, I, and then I want to compare both audios <laughs>
1: Could you repeat that quote once? He's doing the dozy dough. He was line dancing, river dancing. He even hit the gritty at some point. That's all the dances I know.
2: No, there's no way. That, no, I'm going to say that's not a car quote. And I think that's you again.
1: Martin?
0: Wow. I agree with you Rahul. But I'm going to say, I spoke to my mascot and I think he did say it. Wait. Oh. Wait. Yeah, I'm going to say he did say it. Why not? Why not? I have a feeling he didn't, but I'm going to say, I, I, I really want him to have said it.
1: So Kyle Montgomery did <gasps> say that particular one.
0: He was doing the dosey si He was line dancing, river dancing. He even hit the gritty, I think, in, at some point. All right. That's all the dances I know. So are we
1: both, are we drawn again on Zero Zero? No, because... He got it right. I got, I got it, it right. So you changed your mind then, I got it right, Martin?
0: I thought you changed your no, mind. No, I kept it. I kept it. I said he did. You did, did change your mind, mind, didn't you? What? You no, did I change your mind. I'm pretty sure I said I I'm no, sure he said I... No, he did, did change it. It. your right. mind. You're right. Hell yeah. What? He
2: did change Yes, you changed your mind. You said,
1: you said I don't think it is. Yeah. And then I said but he did. I, I want it to be. No, you didn't. Oh, wait.
0: No, you're right. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Wait, I thought I said he did. Oh, damn it because i thought i said i thought he i said that he did want anyway all right fine i i, I trust you guys i'm gonna listen back to that
2: he's saying no <laughs> he's doing them with i thought
0: he did say it
1: if it's if if it if we got it wrong we will proactively uh sorry yeah.
2: reactively retro retroactive re, re, retro, retro,
1: retro, retrospectively
0: retroactive.
2: Retroactive. Retro- <laughs> retroactively retroactively avoid him the point. afterwards we'll,
0: we'll fix it <laughs> We are very three very intelligent people that cannot use any positive English language in this proper way. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So we're on the final one. Flight interrupted, like a bird with a bad wing.
0: Mm, Can say yes. I think he did say that. Just to be clear, yes, I think he did say that.
2: (laughs) Oh man. Honestly, I'm gonna agree as well. I do think he did say that. Say I'm gonna say yes.
1: So Kyle Montgomery did not say Damn that. Damn it! You oh. has fooled oh, us two in shows one. in a row. Wow! 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 So we got zero wow. zero across the okay. board. God, it's like a it's like a Premier League final, isn't it? It's go- it's wonderful. You betrayed me, oh. Coyote.
0: Oh, you did all right. You're you did all right. I'm I'm. I'm still keeping my mascot
1: no okay okay so we'll hold on to the mascots for another week but uh, it didn't work this time. <laughs> really did <laughs> really did but thank you for joining us for another episode of the 3x3 basketball podcast I've been Hugh Hopkins of course we've also had mr. Martin dyan and mr. Rahul Asnani. Make sure you are following us on Twitter and Instagram at 3x3pod. And if you want to get involved with the show, you can always email us at 3x3basketballpod at gmail.com. But for now, peace. Peace. Bye.